Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire, it's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent, Beijing Dr. Douchebag, Crash Gladys, Getting Crash Position, and Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming off Freak. Fifteen to one odds to win Watkins Glen and Chase Elliott finally freaking pays off, or was it the fact that his old man, Awesome Bill from Dawsonville, said, uh, "Hey man, I'm gonna get myself back into a Xfinity car and do a little road racing," that inspired that young man to finally get his freaking win. Well, he does, Chase Elliott. He's gonna be joining us here in the Freak Nation. We hope. A lot of folks chasing this guy, but congratulations <laughs> to Chase Elliott. Watkins Glen. Statman Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night from Lucas Oil Studios coming up in the show. Again, Chase Elliott. We're going to have a freaking flashback with Tony Stewart. 2005, Statman. July of 2005, Tony Stewart on the set with us with our Speed Channel show. Do you have any idea where that interview just might go, Statman? I don't have any idea. I do know where he and I went. I think later that day, <laughs> racing yeah, day go-karts. Before. I think it was the day before. It was actually the day before because a lot of drivers oh, were hung right. over. Yeah, that's uh, right, yeah. including Tony. That's why he was in the go-kart instead of playing golf. <laughs> uh, so Tony Stewart, a freaking flashback, will be in here. Your sports car winner, WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, Colin Brown, will be here in the Freak Nation. NHRA Pro Stock winner Tanner Gray will join us here in the Freak Nation. At Speed Freaks on Twitter, your phone number 602-260-9191, 602-260-9191. We'll put it out there for you on Twitter. It's a new number that we're using here with the Freak Nation. Do it. 602-260-9191. This hour brought to you by our friends at ISM Raceway, the old Phoenix Raceway. It's now ISM Raceway and the Can-Am 500 weekend. Make your plans now to head on out to Arizona November 9th, 10th, and 11th. Semifinal race, Can-Am 500 NASCAR weekend, semifinal weekend, November 9th to 11th at ISM Raceway. That's ismraceway.com. Statman Curious, do you still have the same opinion on Jimmy Johnson that you have confidence in that young man to vie for the championship to at least make it into the playoffs? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, why not? I mean, I've got confidence. Look, if I could cheer for the Cleveland Browns, I could certainly cheer for Jimmy Johnson. (laughs) Well, that about sums it up. I'm just going through some of the numbers. Again, I believe he finished, uh, all right, he finished out of the top 25 again. He was spun. Right. Today, he had a little bit of misfortune. Still, no victories this season. Just two top five finishes, with the last one coming in Charlotte. Two top five finishes for your seven-time champion. How do you think that's working out with the new sponsor for next year? Uh, <laughs> not, not very at all. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you have, okay, maybe it matters a little, that you have seven championships under your belt. Basically, sponsors want to know where are you now and where is my logo going to be now? And they're seeing that now with Jimmy Johnson doesn't look as good as it did for so many years. But, oh, this, yeah, this is tough. Today was good for Team Hendrick because of Chase Elliott's win, because the momentum shift 
absolutely needs to start now. NASCAR teams getting creative, and this is why I bring this up, because NASCAR teams are getting creative with sponsors when you continue to see attendance drops, ratings drops. And again, if Jimmy Johnson is going to run in the 2019 season, um, something's got to step up. How how often can we hear Chad Canals and company talk about getting used to the new aero package, the new engine? I I heard it over. I think it was Pocono, where I even heard him talk about it then. Where they continue to talk about, we're getting, you're Chad Canals, you're a seven-time freaking champion. What are you not figuring out the other crew chiefs and other teams aren't? Toyotas and Fords have figured it out. Chevy, not so much. The big issue is that they've got to, they've got to stop with the excuses. They yeah. all end up with the loose end and tight off and all the other stuff. <laughs> and the one... The one thing that really stood out, you sent us a piece to read, and the last paragraph in that piece said the whole thing. We've got to pay attention to our customers. And the minute we stop (laughs) paying attention to our customers, we're out of business. And that's where they're headed because their customers have told them for years there's too many races and they're too long. They're not cutting down on the number of races and they're not making them shorter. They're ignoring their customers, and that's why they're having problems and headed out the back door. When you're seven-time champion, Jimmy Johnson's having issues landing a sponsor. We are in August, and typically teams are announcing their sponsors by now for next year. When has it been typical, though, over the last, let's say, eight years? I I don't hear one announcement with Jimmy Johnson. We will... Join a number of our affiliates coming up in moments to get back with Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes. Brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. How you doing, Freak Nation? Joining up with a number round of affiliates, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Coming up, we've got Tony Stewart with a freaking flashback. We've got your Watkins Glen winner, Chase Elliott, finally got himself a win. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Tanner Gray, Pro Stock winner from NHRA up in Seattle. And Colin Brown, your sports car winner, will be joining us as well. It's your Crash Cladis Pit News and Notes. Again, brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. You go to ContinentalTire.com to find the righteous rubber for your righteous ride. Crasher? Well, most... No, I shouldn't say most. Some series are on their summer break, motocross, IndyCar, and Formula One. But others made these dog days of summers for motorsports very interesting. How about, let's start with NASCAR and Watkins Glen. Joey Logano, who is really struggling in the Monster Energy Cup, took yet another win in the Xfinity Series to kick off the weekend in upstate New York. But then it was pretty much all about the young guys again on Sunday. Get this, they occupied three of the top five spots, five of the top ten. Chase Elliott almost didn't grab the checkered flag after he went very wide on the first turn of the last lap, but he pulled himself together and mastered the Glen en route to his first ever trophy in the Cup Series. And then, yeah, he ran out of fuel on his victory lap. Congrats, Chase. We are chasing him down sometime in this hour. 
the IMSA Series Sports Cars in Road America. And, yep, fuel mileage became a part of this race as well in almost every class. Colin Brown and John Bennett with the overall win off of fuel mileage. Colin Brown will join us in just four minutes. In the GTLM, it was the Ganassi Ford of Ryan Briscoe and Richard Westbrook. And in GTD, it was Patrick Long and Christina Nielsen with their win. Christian Fittipaldi announced this weekend he will be hanging up his helmet. His last race, however, will be Daytona 2019. The NHRA raced up in Seattle, the Northwest Nationals. Antron Brown breaks his drought and became the fourth driver in top fuel history to get 50 wins. Ron Caps takes the win in Funny Car and Tanner Gray in Pro Stock. Tanner Gray will join us later this hour. Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. You go to ContinentalTire.com to find the righteous rubber for your righteous ride. That's where you go, man. You go to ContinentalTire.com. Tanner Gray, pro stock winner from your NHRA Nationals in Seattle, joining us as well as Chase Elliott. Coming up, more from Lucas Oil Studios with Crash, Stat, yours truly, Freak Radio Network. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Well, it's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and, of course, rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged style to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling with speed freaks since 2001. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. going really well. Yeah, so I guess you've heard then. What? You mean that whole saving money with Geico thing? No. That I'm actually a chess painter. Pirate Banjo That was not on the profile. So now you've heard. Geico. Saving people money on car insurance and now an official partner of Major League Baseball. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. 
Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys. Don't leave it up to anyone else. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, man. Lucas Oil Studios. Thank you guys for being a part of this. Coming up, Tony Stewart will be in here. Chase Elliott, your winner from this afternoon. Watkins Glenn will be joining us. And moms and dads, just do yourself a favor. Take the greatest hits of Stevie Wonder and continue to play them for your children. His name is Colin Brown. It's fantastic to roll him here in the Freak Nation. More importantly, uh, curious Colin Brown with this win, your second win in a row with core auto sports this is a win that you you're pretty fortunate to have because with your with your cool down lap you run out of gas after your win how much of a concern was that or when did that become a concern with this win in the weather <laughs> WeatherTech sports car championship wow thanks for having me on first off guys i appreciate it and uh yeah i mean definitely a great win for us we were fighting our our nails uh all the way through that last 40 or so minutes of uh, green flag racing. It was it was really competitive, and I think the biggest disappointment, honestly, was the fact that we obviously we won the race in Mossport the last time in the race. And I asked our team boss, my co-driver John Bennett, if it was okay if I did some burnouts and you know kind of <laughs> used up the car a little bit after the win, uh, if we were to win again. And he said, Yeah, sure, absolutely, please do that. And so. After this win, I was really excited, but I knew that I didn't have enough fuel to try and, and do any burnout, so I didn't get a chance to, <laughs> darn it. Well, you guys, after Mossport, you guys did go to Road America and test. Did you learn something specifically from that test that you could carry over to this weekend? That's a good question. I have to say, actually, uh, when we came and tested, it was a lot, lot cooler, and so... <laughs> A lot of what we seemed to learn when we tested, we had to kind of go back on and, and undo and, um, you know, kind of uh, kind of work backwards, I would say, from where we tested. So let us down a little bit of, uh, of a wrong path, I guess, but we were able to uh, kind of make some changes and get everything back on the right path there, obviously, before the race and had a fast car, so that was good. Okay, that's pretty telling about Core Autosport. If you have this entire notebook of testing data from just a couple weeks prior – but you had to completely scrap it, and your guys had to be spontaneous and make changes for hotter weather, and they did it, and it worked. That says a lot about this team. That sure does. I mean, we've got a great group of people, and we're all, you know, gelling together, and, and it's, uh, it's really impressive. And, you know, the opportunity to come and test is usually something you're, you know, kind of hang your hat on and are very excited about, and we were – Excited to come and test and then kind of looked at what the weather was going to be and knew that, you know, with the weather being kind of different than what normal summers up in Wisconsin are going to be, uh, that we were going to have to try to learn what we could but take it with a grain of salt. And so we weren't, we weren't surprised when we came back for the race weekend that we had to make quite a, quite a few changes, but it does 
you know, kind of bum you out a little bit that you uh, spent a couple days dialing your car in when it's 30 degrees colder outside, unfortunately. Colin Brown is the IMSA winner from Road America this weekend. Colin, it must give you guys, you and John Bennett, quite a bit of satisfaction where the entire TV show is looking at the Cadillacs and the Acuras at the front, but Core Autosport and its Areca ends up winning. You guys are, you must be uh, pretty happy about that and uh, maybe bragging a little bit between the two of you. <laughs> well, you know, any day that you can, uh, you know, compete and, and be competitive and have a shot to win a race is a cool day. And so we, we're very no, Colin, to, Colin, uh, Colin. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear the standard thing you pulled off the shelf. You guys must be pretty proud of that and bragging a little bit, aren't you? Yeah, I mean we are. You know, it's neat to be able to uh, to race against those big name teams and sort of be the little underdog team and and uh, be competitive. I mean, we're you know kind of won the race a different way today. We won the race on pace in Mossport. We just were fast and we could you know, pass those guys. Today we had to be a little bit more creative and, and win it on, you know, saving fuel and, and really having a great strategy. And so, you know, when you can kind of show two different sides and two different ways to win a race, it makes you feel pretty proud. So, well, everybody is looking at this speed and factory support and sponsorships and all this other crap you're showing that strategy <laughs> is sometimes more important than uh, the speed and the the big checkbook. Absolutely, we're the little team, uh, little team that could. I mean, we got a really motivated, hardworking group of guys at Colorado Sport, and you know, we're uh, we're we're a small group, but we're a hardworking, efficient group that just you know, we're we're just trying to win races. I mean, that's all we go to the racetrack and focus on. We're not, uh, you know, we're not worried about anything. But that, where I feel like some of the, uh, you know, the bigger manufacturers and things like that, they've got obviously, you know, a group of uh, people on the board they have to make happy and their customers and clients and all the different, you know, sort of business aspects of, of having the pressure of, of, you know, either a big sponsor or, uh, you know, a big manufacturer behind them. And so I think that's allowed us to be kind of just lean, mean, and, and uh, you know, getting after it. So Colin Brown, Core Autosport, you, I don't want to say you didn't do well in uh, Prototype Challenge and some of the other categories that you raced in, but now that you stepped up in class and, and are racing for overall wins, you're doing a heck of a job. What turned the light on for your team? I think that's the, the most fascinating thing in all of racing is what turns the switch for a team and suddenly you start winning. Well, you know, we were pretty successful back in the uh, prototype challenge days. We won quite a few championships, a lot of races. And so when we switched to the Porsche uh, for 2017 season, we knew that was going to be a big shift, a big change. We all were going to have to learn a new car, a new style of car. And, um, you know, I think we, we had some decent success, but, you know, prototype racing, prototype cars, that's what my co-driver, John Bennett, kind of grew up racing. Uh, it's a style of racing that seems to fit our team, our organization well, and uh, we're able to execute. And I have to say that the, the Orica chassis that we have, it was actually a very similar chassis to what we raced in the Prototype Challenge Series. And so uh, for John and I, it was kind of like coming back home, back in the prototype, and we felt comfortable right off the bat, and, and uh, that shows on the racetrack. 
Colin Brown, your sports car winner, joining the freaks. And Colin, for those who don't follow sports cars, let's let's talk road racing with the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship and the prototype that you run. And again, a lot of folks who follow NASCAR, they see these big old stock cars running on road courses. Outside of the the the, the comparison of larger cars. Are there comparisons between your prototypes and what these guys were doing at Watkins Glen this afternoon? Ooh, you know, we were both going left and right, I would say. <laughs> that was pretty similar. <laughs> um, you know, our uh, our prototype car, very, very lightweight, carbon fiber, very, uh, very much like an indie car with bodywork, basically. And so um, I would say we're closer to what IndyCar does than we are to what NASCAR does. But, uh, you know, as ever, I mean, the fuel strategy, the fuel savings, that kind of stuff that I learned back when I was in NASCAR and the truck series and Xfinity series was, uh, was a big help. I mean, that paid off for me big time today. Well, Colin Brown, you brought up IndyCar and the similarities between sports cars and IndyCars. You were seen at Mid-Ohio with a couple of owners, I should say. What are the plans? I know you kind of touched on it the last time you were on with us, but what is going on there? Well, you know, I'd love to uh, to get a chance to go test and, and do a couple races in, in IndyCar. I mean, it's I think every little kid's dream that, you know, has any light of, of racing in their eye to sort of, you know, aspire to drive at the Indy 500, compete at that event. So I would love to, you know, find a way into the IndyCar paddock and experience what those cars are like and, you know, do a couple races. I feel, I feel like a guy like Robert Wickens has done a great job this year sort of showing folks in IndyCar and fans of the sport that someone can come from a different discipline of, uh, of high-level, you know, endurance racing and, and do a really good job and impress people. And so um, that's definitely motivated me to, to kind of put my name out there and, and try to, you know, get an opportunity to go test or do a race and, uh, and get a taste of what those cars are like. They look really fun to drive. And I, I gotta say, I will never forget you when you were what ten, and your dad was an engineer for Team Scandia at that Indy 500. So, yeah, this has been on the in the back of your mind for a very long time. Yeah, it absolutely has. My mom tells the story about when I was, you know, ten years old, sitting in the bleachers watching my dad's cars go by, and I told her, "Hey, <laughs> one of these days, I'm gonna do this race." And so, love to make that dream come true. It's and nice. your mom at the same time just shook her head and said, "Oh, honey, no, you're not." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. She would be. She just shook her head, or she shook her shook her finger in your face. You ain't doing yeah, that, like, boy. You're not gonna do race cars. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, Freak Nation. Like, Look, mom, I'm winning. Colin Brown joining us here in the Freak Nation. Yep, a fuel mileage win. Regardless, it's a big win. It's second consecutive prototype victory uh, in the Continental Tire Road Race Showcase at Road America. Buddy, thanks for doing this, man. Hey, thanks for having me on. I love talking to you guys, and, um, you know, anytime we can talk, I know is always something good happens, so I'm, uh, I'm always happy to chat. Bam. Colin, thank you, buddy. <laughs> thanks, guys. See you. Colin Brown here in the Freak Nation. And that is true. When I worked for Team Scandia, that was the, the – Andy Evans bought out the team, changed Dick Simon Racing to Team Scandia. This was back in 1996. Colin Brown's dad was the lead engineer for Damn. five or six IndyCars. And, yeah, the entire 1996 season, it was it was incredible to see little tiny Colin Brown, little boy Colin Brown, all of a sudden, what, fast forward 15 years, and here he is racing cars himself. I'm like, I knew you as a kid. Freak Crazy. Nation, follow us on Twitter. We're going to give away – a hat, not just a little snappy little hat, you know, no logo on it. 
It's called a Continental Tire Hat. It's a one-of-a-kind autographed by Colin Brown and John Bennett. John Bennett. It's the only one that's out there. And sports car fans, you want this thing. Follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks, and we'll throw a snappy little uh, question for you out there on Twitter to win the snappy little hat. <laughs> snappy, snappy. Snappy, snappy. <laughs> Is Statman Scat snappy? Yeah, Statman Scat coming up in moments. Also, Chase Elliott, your winner from Watkins Glen. He's on the phone. He joins us next. Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Oil Studios. Good evening, my fellow citizens. I had questions this week when I saw a top 10 survey that put Watkins Glen on top for NASCAR racing. Watkins Glen is a road course, and NASCAR makes its bones on oval racing tracks. I thought it was curious that NASCAR's race this weekend was at the Glen. Funny how that works, but I digress. The real best track in NASCAR racing is at Bristol Motor Speedway, especially the night race at Bristol, coming up August 18th. Bristol was fourth in this top 10 list, but what do they know? Still, there's absolutely no comparison, and I'm a road racing fan over oval racing. There's so much happening at the Bristol Night Race. The 36-degree banking allows for some great speeds on a half-mile track. There used to be more than 150,000 fans in the stands, so many you could feel the breeze when they cheered. And putting all that under the lights just added something special to the entire proceedings. The Glen is just another race, unless you get off on watching the drivers do something they don't really like, like turning right instead of left all afternoon. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Call the CPAP hotline now. 800-430-4234. 800-430-4234. That's 800-430-4234. Copays and deductible supply. Supplies are replaced in accordance with Medicare guidelines. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. 
When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Back with the Freaks, Lucas Oil Studios, Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent. The website, speedfreaks.tv. We're there for you on Twitter, Facebook, and all over the freaking planet. You can't miss us. And I know we've only got a few minutes with your cup winner from the Glen, Chase Elliott. You're back in the Freak Nation, bud. Congrats. Right. How about that? How about right. that? Chase, damn it, you've been chasing this thing for so long. Not only you, but uh, Hendrick Racing. Uh, man, you almost gave it away in that last that last lap. What the hell were you thinking, bud? <laughs> Yeah, trust me. I know. I thought I did. It was. Uh, it kept me on my toes for sure. Don't don't do that. When that happened, what you 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 acted like a veteran though. You put the car. You took the car out of gear. Have you experienced something like that in the past that told you put the car in the gear because she's starting to skip? Uh, yeah, that's a pretty common thing. Um, I think a lot of guys do that. You know, when you get into trouble like that. So it's kind of your first reaction to to do it to keep from keep from spinning out. So. I wish I could say it was something special, but it really, it really wasn't. Oh, Chase, just lie and go with it. Yeah, I hear you. What specifically, Chase, do you feel this win helps your team, Hendrick Motorsports, to turn the corner on their luck this year as well? Yeah, I mean, I think the past couple of weeks have really helped more than anything. You know, we've been been a lot, lot stronger than what we showed in the beginning parts of the season. So that's encouraging, and and uh, we've had pace, some decent pace um, over the past couple of weeks. So that's nice, and hopefully we can carry it forward. Nothing better than having your teammate Jimmy Johnson give you a little toe-in so you could actually experience your first full <laughs> victory lap, huh? Yeah, that's something I'll never forget. I was really hoping he was going to stop and push me. Um, I was trying to give him the memo that I was out of gas, and luckily he got it. But, uh, yeah, a hero of mine, and it's something I'll never forget. Okay, you say you're trying to give Jimmy Johnson the memo through your window. What is the memo? It's clearly not the middle finger, but what is, what is the hand signal for, I'm out of gas? It was. I was trying to hand signal and give me a push, but and he must have figured it out. So, take it. Chase Elliott, NASCAR winner at the Glen. Did you learn anything from this first win that might make the second win come a little quicker? I hope so. You know, I think, uh, you know, it's just been, been kind of a long road to get to this point. It's so nice to, you know, have, have finally won a race, and hopefully the rest of them will be. Uh, We'll be soon, or so we get some more soon, and and uh, if we can, hopefully it'll come a little easier than the one did today. Chase, your first win came on a road course. Does that make you a road course specialist now? No, I don't think so. You know, I I think that uh, honestly, a lot of the oval guys have gotten really good at road racing in general. They've won you know the last bunch of road races, so hopefully, it just means that you're getting better and, and can run with them. Well, to expand on that, NASCAR drivers back in the day would 
really not be able to have their first win on a road course in the Cup Series. In fact, they used to have, as you know, driver coaches specifically for the road courses. So to what do you attribute your talents at such a young age for being able to just crush it out there? Yeah, I don't know, um, to be completely honest with you. Uh, I did a lot of road racing, go-kart stuff when I was really little, and I don't know if that helped um, or not, but I've always enjoyed road racing maybe because of that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. We just had a, had a good car today, too, which helps. And even really good road racers have to have have to have good cars to, um, you know, to contend. Freak Nation, your cup winner from the Glen, joining the Freaks, Chase Elliott. And, Chase, I see younger drivers like yourself – Kyle Larson and others, you guys enjoy road racing. Do you think with the influx of younger drivers that enjoy road racing and succeed on it, uh, maybe down the line we'll see even more road races in the Cup Series? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hope so. I enjoy it. You know, it's a fun uh, fun thing that we only do a couple times a year, you know. So um, I try to enjoy them when we have them and, and uh, had a great, great one today. So we'll take it. Talk- Atlanta. Let, let's think about this, though. Road Atlanta, Elkhart Lake, Road America. Any specifically that you might want to see in the future? Yeah, I think those would be two really good options. You know, Road America or Road Atlanta would be would be great. So wouldn't be mad about that at all. Share with us what, what your dad said to you first time he saw you out of that race car after that win. Huh. I don't know. We were just so excited. I'm not real sure either one of us knew what we were saying, but <laughs> just... Um, I'm just proud, you know, and he was spotting today, too, so it was uh, cool to celebrate that with him. Now you know how to win, and and I don't care if it's your dad or a younger guy like yourself. Once you find out how to win, what that does for your confidence is crazy. I hope so. Time will tell. Uh, Chase Sellett, your cup winner, joining us here in the Freak Nation. Thank you, Chase. Yep, thanks. Y'all have a good one. Woo, got it. How about that? Chase Elliott. Sometimes you just, you assume or you hear that, yep, We've got him on hold for you. It'll be at such and such time, and then it doesn't work out. But, hey, it worked. Chase Elliott, Freak Nation. Statman, do you have fresh memories about his old man and all the madness that he caused winning all those races back in the day? Yeah, he was as popular as Dale Jr. He won the uh, most popular driver for several years in a row. Uh, he And he was he was in a Ford for a long while and that's all the Ford people had to cheer for him. That <laughs> helped the popularity quite a bit when every, all the wins were coming in Chevrolets. So yeah. Plus he had that draw awesome bill from Dawsonville. I mean, that, in those days, you know, guys had, uh, um, nicknames and, and personalities that they promoted, not like they do now where there's, it's so corporate and straight laced. So, yeah, his dad, his dad was cool. You know, I don't know that I'd agree with everything that he believes in away from the racetrack, but, (laughs) well, you know, but, uh, yeah, his dad was cool. I mean, it was a lot of fun to watch him race back then. Bill Elliott, of course, is the father of Chase Elliott, Chase Elliott going into this race 15 to one to win the thing. Damn it. Makes you kind of, I mean, of course it's always hindsight 2020, but it makes you think, Oh, if I just would have, Jimmy Johnson uh, was 40 let, oh, wait a minute. Uh, let me jump in here a minute, Kenny, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but no worries. I, I've got to say that he was at Irwindale. Was it last year or the year before? Who, Bill or Chase? And, uh, Chase. And I tried to get a conversation with him, and he you know, cut me off, sent me to his PR guy. His PR guy said, you had to ask me two weeks ago, blah, blah. And uh, listening to him talk there, I think he's going to, he's, 
this is part of the problem that we talked about with NASCAR earlier, that unless they develop some personality for the series, for the teams, for the drivers, and he gets, even though he's young, he gets the ability to talk to the media like Dale Jr. developed, then people aren't going to care. And just listening to him there, uh, just the pat answer and the pat off the shelf, and that's the problem that they're having connecting to uh, the people in the stands or people that aren't in the stands anymore. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, talking about Chase Elliott and really the need for personalities to either to develop or be developed. Bowman is pretty faceless. Chase Elliott somewhat faceless. Kyle Larson, great driver, but not an S-starter. Kyle Larson's not an S-starter, but he's he's got a variety of fans with him now being a dad, and he's he's very good at nurturing his fan base. And then I would say Ryan Blaney, he's hysterical. If you listen to his podcasts, if you see him just kind of out when he's playing basketball with Denny Hamlin or, or whatnot, Ryan Blaney, if you want personality, that's your guy. Freak Nation, Tanner Gray, NHRA Pro Stock winner from Seattle. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Also going to have a freaking flashback with Tony Stewart, July 2005. There's personality. (laughs) Uh, He'll also be here in the Freak Nation. Follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks and your phone number 602-260-9191. More Freaks next. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. What's up? It's Kenny Sargent. And for my motorsports fix, bam, I turn it on MAV-TV. MAV-TV, a network loaded with car and motorcycle shows, motorsports events, and exclusive automotive reality shows like Full Custom, Wrench Wars. What about drag boats? They got them. Off-road, sprint cars, pro pulling league, motocross, they're all on MAV-TV. It's the answer for those jonesing looking for some automotive action. Don't get MAV-TV? Call your local provider and get it. Check them out at MAVTV.com on Twitter and Facebook. MAV-TV is motorsports. going really well. Yeah, so I guess you've heard then. What? You mean that whole saving money with Geico thing? No. That I'm actually a chess painter. Pirate fans unite! That was not on the profile. So now you've heard. Geico. Saving people money on car insurance and now an official partner of Major League Baseball. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire's wide variety of tires for whatever it is that you drive. Whether you're looking for off-road capability balanced with impressive on-road performance or ultra-high performance offering all-season traction designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has what you need to get where you're going. General Tire, proving anywhere is possible with Speed Freaks 
since 2001. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative, funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com, and get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Speed Freaks from the Lucas Oil Studios. Coming up next hour, a freaking flashback. July 2005, Tony Stewart joined us on our TV show at the time for Speed Channel. There are several things that will come out of his mouth that you'll go, whoa. Hasn't he done that? <laughs> uh, that's a great one. So another freaking flashback as we celebrate 18 years of Speed Freaks here in the Freak Nation. Uh, speaking of celebrating the number of years here in the Freak Nations, we've had the Gray family come through here over the last 15. Uh, now it's Tanner Gray once again in the Freak Nation. Your NHRA Pro Stock winner from Seattle joining the Freaks. Four wins this season. The only Pro Stock driver to have four wins this season. What the hell do you have figured out that Jed Coughlin or Jason Lyon or company haven't? Oh, man. I don't uh, I don't necessarily think I have anything else figured out. Just, um, you know, have a good group of guys around me and, uh, you know, had a, a bit of luck on our side, uh, especially today. So, uh, you know, it feels good. Um but yet, you know, you kind of want to focus on the countdown and not peak too early. But uh, you got to ride the highs while while you got them because there's a lot of highs and lows in this uh, in this sport. So you just got to kind of take what it gives you and uh, enjoy it. You know. <laughs> Tanner Gray, NHRA Pro Stock winner, joining the Freaks. And Tanner, you've been in the Freak Nation before, and that answer you gave there was something you're probably reading off a memo. Come on, no, man. Let's just on. let's just let's let's just say that you're. <laughs> no, probably, I mean, come I, on, man. No, Give me some smoke, I've bro. Been, uh, I've been fortunate enough to uh, kind of be blessed with that, with the fact that, you know, I kind of somewhat speak my mind to a certain, uh, to a certain degree and, uh, and, you know, tell people how I feel. Uh, sometimes it gets me in trouble, but, no, I mean, all in all, that's, that's really how I feel about it. Um, you know, it's been a good, uh, good year for us so far, you know. I mean, um, you know, last year was a really good year, but, um, you know, if we keep going the way we're going, I think uh, we could probably outdo last year. Tanner Gray, you're the first pro stock driver to four wins on the season, but I do want to know how you were talking real to yourself under that helmet today because your your reaction times on the start line were not the greatest today, yet you still were able to pull out the win. How? Yeah, um, you know, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but, you know, they were actually a lot better than what they showed on paper. The The, hmm. the rollout here was a little loose. Um, so therefore, you know, the 60 foot times were a lot better than what you see at a lot of, 
national events, the rollout times were, uh, were, um, I mean, the rollout on the tree was a little bit looser than what we see all year. So, you know, I felt like that 22 in the final, there were probably, um, you know, for example, Pomona is a pretty, uh, you know, the rollouts there are pretty tight. So, um, I feel like if you have taken that to, some, to, to Pomona or Sonoma, um, that probably would have been, you know, mid double O. So, you know, I was, I was pleased with, um, how I hit the tree, uh, all day. I think 22 was actually maybe second, uh, lowest for that time of race day. So, oh, wow. um, yeah, so, you know, nobody was really put up any stellar, uh, fashion times, but, you know, like, like I said, I mean, um, you know, 20s to 30 was, was good today. And, uh, you know, luckily I was able to, just kind of stay in that range and, uh, you know, um, just be consistent with what I was doing. Um, but, you know, I was able to kind of judge myself off of, uh, Jag, Erica, um, you know, some of the people that, that leave real good, um, in the sport. And, uh, you know, they weren't, uh, I'm not going to say they weren't as good as me, but, um, you know, they were right there with me. So, uh, I felt good about, about everything. All right, I was going to ask you about loosely staging, and is it is it more like a shallow stage or a deep stage? But no, I'm going to change my question right now because of what you just said there. I was able to kind of gauge myself off of Jake Coughlin, off of Erica Enders. How do you do that when you're so close on that starting line? We're talking about you guys in seconds getting to 200 miles an hour. What do you look for in your competitor in the lane right next to you when you get up on the start line? Yeah, I mean, you know, generally you don't really worry about it for the most part. I mean, uh, you know, I, I told someone in the media center today, any more racing is all about the equipment. I mean, you know, the drivers play a part in it, but, um, you know, it's mainly about the equipment. So, um, you know, when I go up there, I just try to make sure that I'm consistent on the train and make sure that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing my job. But, uh, you know, they're in the final against Derek, um, you know, Dave, has kind of pointed out to me that he had actually been staging first, um, you know, all through, you know, Sonoma and uh, pretty sure every run here in Seattle. And so it seemed like he had kind of developed a rhythm. So um, for me, I just went up there and was going to make him stage first and, uh, you know, try not to let him go in second. So, um, you know, I just kind of sat there and, until he decided he wanted to stage. And, um, you know, whether whether that's, the reason he uh red alert on i don't know but uh you know, like i said we got a lucky there in the final and you just got to take him how you can get him anymore wait a minute tanner gray pro stock winner seattle you burned him down didn't you you said you wanted to prove that you're not the punk kid that some of the people think you are you burned him down hey, admit it yeah i mean i, I don't know i mean uh, you know, I got asked a question of if I thought it was, um, I guess, not morally correct or whatever in the uh, in the media center. And you know, it's like I told them, uh, you know, me and Derek both had the uh, the ability to go in there and stage, and we were obviously playing the same game. So we sat there a while, and um, he decided that he was going in first. So, um, yeah, I don't think it was it was wrong or anything like that. Um, but I don't think that. I don't think that people can take, uh, you know, from that that I was being a punk kid or whatnot. I think it was just, uh, I guess you could say, hard racing and 
uh, you know, worked out for me that time. So, uh, you know, we just got to keep doing our thing and keep trucking and, uh, you know, see where we end up. Well, nobody's calling your names now. You're the only one in the class with four wins this year. You, Everybody's chasing you now. Yep. Uh, you'd be surprised. There's a lot of people that call me names, but it's all good. Uh, but, no, I mean, you know, I think – you know, I think in reality, everybody's really kind of chasing, uh, you know, Jag or, or, or Greg. Um, you know, we just happened to kind of luck out in, in, in the final there and get the win. Uh, we just were really consistent all day, so I think that played in our favor. And, uh, you know, I was able to believe on everybody I raced, so that, that helped as well. Um, but, no, I think I, I truly think the, uh, the best cars in the uh, – the category would be uh, probably Greg, Jag, and then I'd like to think I'm I'm third, but um, you know, I guess that could be debatable on um, you know what everybody else does. You know, I want to go on this name calling thing, Tanner Gray, and I see it in all forms of motorsports. It, it seems like fans cannot get used to a new crop of guys coming in every ten or so years. I mean. The Kyle Bushes, and which has now gone down to the Chase Elliotts and the Daniel Suarez's and the Ryan Blaney's of NASCAR. It's like, oh, you're the young punks. And Tanner Gray, you're one of the young guys in NHRA. It's like, oh, yeah, but you'll never be Greg or Jake. That's just ridiculous. There's no way a sport can grow without it replenishing its stars. And that's what you're doing. So that kind of irks me to hear that. Yeah, I mean, uh, no, I understand. I think... Uh... I think especially in drag racing, it seems like to me that um, the younger generation hasn't quite, um, you know, developed in drag racing yet. I think it's getting there. But I think it's still an older generation of people that, that watch the sport. And, are, and the, I think the older generation are really your diehard fans for uh, for the most part. Um, so, you know, I think I get, um, you know, bashed a little bit just because I'm a young guy and I've shown a little bit of emotion here and there and, and whatnot, and uh, yeah, I feel like I've just kind of been the guy that's not really scared to to speak on what's on my mind, and um, yeah, I think some of the the older guys might have a a hard time understanding that. You know, I mean, I definitely have some of the older generation come up to me and, and tell me that they appreciate it, but um, for the most part, when you when you see the people bashing me, they are part of the older generation of drag racing that you know doesn't appreciate that kind of stuff, and, and you know, I respect that and, and whatnot, but um, you know, I think it, I kind of just use it as, as motivation. Yes. Um, you know, I, I, I feel like I uh, kind of have a chip on my shoulder, and I, I think that helps me, um, you know, go up there and, and, and really stay motivated to, to do what I do. And, uh, you know, I've, I've worked on controlling my temper a little bit better this year, um, and I think I've, I've definitely done a better job of that. Um, but, you know, there's, there's still places that, you know, I can improve in, in the seat of the race car and, um, yeah, I think that that goes for everybody. So, um, yeah, I just got to keep doing what we're doing, and and you know, me and Dave were just talking about it not too long ago. We just got to keep uh, the race car happy and, and uh, stay focused and keep our heads down and and, and you know, go out there and, and race. And um, yeah, I think if we do that, there's a, a real good chance that uh, you know we can come out you know, world champions at the end of the year. Heck yes, you can. Tanner Gray, pro stock winner from Seattle, Northwest Nationals, joining us here in the Freak Nation. 
And Tanner, I used to do some top-end announcing for NHRA, and yeah, I rubbed the older generation wrong a lot. So I, I kind of am coming from an area where you may be sitting right now. I get it, but bottom line, never change who you are. And some, I got some advice from Tony Stewart when I was getting some disgruntled fans coming up to me, and he said, as long as you never change who you are genuinely, respect the booze, respect that other people don't like what you're doing because it means you're on their radar. If you weren't on their radar, you wouldn't be getting booze. You wouldn't be getting any comments. The fact that you're on you're, somebody's radar is you're doing good for the sport. You're just moving it in a different direction, and it's all good. Yeah, you know, that's a, I've had a, a couple of PR people tell me that, uh, you know, I guess any press is good press, so. Yep. As long as they got uh, your name in their mouth, whether it's good or bad, they're they're thinking about you and, and you know somewhat worried about you. So, um, you know, I, like I said, it, it doesn't really affect me too much. Um, you know, I think it kind of gives me a little extra motivation to go up there and and, and crack the tree when I when I need to. And uh, so, you know, I'm uh, I'm not going to let it uh, bring me down or anything like that. Just got to keep pushing forward and, and uh, you know, like I said, just keep everything consistent and, and try to keep doing what we're doing and, um, you know, hopefully be there at the end. Boom. Tanner, thanks for doing this. Don't go changing. No. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on. You got it. Tanner Gray Perfect. joining us here in the Freak Nation. Perfect. All three of us, we're just, we're not even shaking our head. It's like. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> we get we it. understand we get it. it. <laughs> yep. It's, it's that. It's just, Gosh. Now, I consider the three of us, uh, granted, we have a, we have an age, but we don't act it. And I mean that <laughs> in, in a good way. <laughs> I mean that in a good way. We don't, I don't, hearing that, those comments from Tanner Gray, a young up-and-comer who's beaten the bejesus out of some legends in pro stock, having to be concerned about what he said. I mean, if he's saying stuff that shouldn't be said, Outside of, yeah, I'm going to come kick your ass. Who cares? Come on. What I I was going to ask him, but we went another direction. Especially, I kind of smiled when I watched him get that uh, starting line stare down. Uh, they call it burning down in, uh, in the sport. But uh, we had a nice conversation earlier this year. I think it was earlier this year about his love of rap music. And uh, I wanted to hear what he had to what he had in his uh, iPod or whatever they play nowadays, what he's downloading <laughs> <His> nowadays. <playlist. laughs> yeah. But what is on his playlist. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, they're going to try him, but he's the only one that's got four wins in the class. That's got to say something for his skill set, And he's somebody they have to beat for the championship this year. It's just interesting how Crasher was on point with her comment. And again, when we started this show 18, 18 years ago, that's some of the blowback that we got um, and still get to a degree was you, if you're different than what they're used to, it's like, ah, nah. oh, you're so harsh. Oh, nobody would ever answer that question. Oh, my God. What are you doing? OK, when Statman, you've been such a proponent of at least looking at what NHRA does as far as diversity with blacks, Mexicans, women, old ass white dudes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. W- Everybody, young kids. Yeah. Just think you got John force who's what over 65 and you got Tanner gray. Who's not even 20 
and they're both uh, winning races and building fan bases, and that's why the NHRA is going to survive a lot longer and grow a lot quicker in these uh, days coming forward over NASCAR. And on that note, Statman talked briefly about it in his conversation about Chase Elliott and developing personalities. Tanner Gray is a perfect example. It's the... Don't you... Again, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Okay, I, I can go on with all these these crazy metaphors and comparisons and sayings. But I just... The evolution, we see it in the NFL. We see it in Major League Baseball where there are certain unwritten rules. You just don't, you just don't break. And if you do, you'll be punished. And Tanner Gray, you know, mouthing off talk a little bit of smack about another driver or maybe a competitor. I mean, he gets, he gets beat down by it when, gosh, I mean, do I need to point my finger up towards Pennsylvania Avenue and the brashness that's running out of that white house? I mean, that, look, look where we are as, as a society at this point, where, where things that we were, were, we couldn't even think of saying we're saying now as people. <laughs> and, and I'm sure Tanner's not, rolling out some bigoted, racist, homophobic slurs. He's no, just... he's just being Tanner Gray, the 20-ish year old. <laughs> Is he really under 20? Oh, my gosh. That's bonkers. <laughs> That's badass. Oh. Holy cow. How does that happen? Whew. That happens. i Freak Nation. we got the second hour of the Freaks. And next hour, you don't want to miss this one, man. It's a freaking flashback with Tony Stewart when he was running with Joe Gibbs and Home Depot in the Nextel Cup Series, July 2005. And more coming up, Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Someone is searching your name or business online. What will they find? Do you have negative search results online? Do you have false accusations, records from a legal situation, or bad press from your past? To reclaim your reputation, call 1-888-WE-DELETE or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. That's 1-888-933-3538 or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. If there is any negative information about you online, GuaranteedRemovals.com will permanently delete it for you. That's right, it is possible to remove negative content from the Internet. And GuaranteeRemovals.com is the only company focusing on permanently deleting negative online content. We have successfully removed over 10,000 links, including news articles, arrest records, legal documents, business complaints, blogs, pictures, videos, and more. We offer a no-money-upfront guarantee. You don't pay until your online content is removed. Call 1-888-WE-DELETE to talk to our dedicated specialists who are here to assist you. That's 1-888-933-3538 or GuaranteedRemovals.com. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than 
$500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992-800-223-0992-800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. If you are age 85 or younger, call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Statman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Second hour of the Freaks. Thank you guys for being a part of this. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent, the website, speedfreaks.tv. You miss into this? We'll have it up there for you tomorrow morning. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or therefore on Twitter. Congratulations to, who's a gentleman from Maine, Crasher? Andrew, right? Bam. Andrew taking home that Continental Tire signed one-of-a-kind lid. Yep. Uh, last he hour. He got it from Twitter. Is yeah, that what he man. Got Twitter. From? The Twitterverse. Got it from Twitter. Uh, coming up, we have Tony Stewart here in the Freak Nation. 13 freaking years ago with Tony Stewart when he was still driving with Joe Gibbs and then Home Depot 20 in the Nextel Cup Series. <laughs> wow. Yeah. We had a Freak Nation for a couple of seasons, two or three seasons. We had a show on Speed Channel where you basically started off where you took our radio show and you put it on Speed Channel. And then we said, screw that, man. That's too difficult. (laughs) (laughs) It was not as easy as we expected. Yeah. That was. We just took the Freak Nation on the road and planted ourselves and taped four or five shows on a weekend and put those big ass shows on speed. And Tony Stewart was part of this show where he and a couple of other guys that you may recognize, Danny the Dude, Lozowski, and and a few others were put on this golf tournament in Sedalia, Missouri. And a number of NASCAR drivers would show up, sprint, sprint car drivers, World of Outlaw drivers. Tony Stewart was always there. Clint Boyer showed up. And 
Well, it um, it was for the kids, as we found out. Statman <laughs> almost killed the three-time Nextel Cup champion, Tony Stewart, in a golf cart accident. And I don't even think Statman was – Had you have you have did you have any of those Crown Royal shots? For the kids. I didn't have any choice. He, at one point, he uh, just yes. poured it down my throat, almost choked. God. <laughs> and – we're not I'm exaggerating. There, wait a minute. I'm sitting, there trying to, I'm sitting there trying to figure out what planet I'm on, and he's saying, he's patting me on the back. It's for the kids. Because <laughs> we had to pay. Yeah, basically, Did we pay you take like a 10 shot bucks and you pay 10 or 20 bucks to take that shot. <laughs> <laughs> and Those were fun times, though. You would look at the back of that golf cart that Lazowski and Stewart and crew were part of, there were, and this is no exaggeration, a couple of dozen empty Crown Royal bottles. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of Crown Royal consumed at that golf tournament. And it's so much so that Crash damn near had half of Missouri bought up for Statman and me in, it, in this auction. That, uh, hell, Statman, was it you that had the damn snowmobile up to about $9,000? No, that was just stupid. Yeah. Money. I mean, she just said, Statman will buy it. He went and she <laughs> bids for me. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah, we were wasted away again. We sure were. I mean, like, what she goes, she goes, Statman will buy it, and then she got these tires and rims. And no, that oh, that's what I said. Statman would buy because I knew that you you were looking for some new oh, no. some new wheels for your Mustang, and your oh, Mustang the one... was just trick. Oh, and so I'm like, yeah, Statman will get those. So the auctioneer two thousand dollars. Where is he? And he basically points to him and goes two th- two thousand. <laughs> Oops. The one that I wanted was the uh, suede Tony Stewart jacket, and I, you know, I was bit. I ended up to like twenty eight hundred dollars, and then, then I suddenly realized, hey, I got to pay that money, you know. So, <laughs> so the guy bit, you know, gaveled me down for somebody else, but I, you know, I could, I got caught, and it was all, it was uh, signed by Tony inside. That was a beautiful jacket. I still think about that once in a while. So, needless to say, with this kind of run-up, with this conversation, you don't want to miss the Tony Stewart interview coming up here in the Freak Nation. And his, was it his mom or his stepmom, was selling, again, for the kids, moonshine shots on their golf cart. <laughs> it wasn't moonshine. It was a concoction. Because there, there, there were other kind of things in there. Okay. It was a, you know, like a, not a, a tra- what do you call it in college in the, when you had the parties, the trash, something. Come on, man. Yeah, jungle, jungle juice. juice. Yeah, there it was a jung- some okay, jungle yes. juice. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> For the kids. Oh. For the kids. Uh, Chase Elliott, your NASCAR Watkins Glen winner, will be joining us in moments. Your Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes. Your Statman Scat with a little bit of insight to Watkins Glen. And, again, Tony Stewart, not much motorsports. All coming up. Motorsports Radio, redefined the Freaks. Welcoming in another round of big old Speed Freaks affiliates. You got Speed Freaks on a Sunday night from the Lucas Oil Studios. Thank you guys for being a part of this. Coming up in about six minutes, Chase Elliott, your Watkins Glen winner, will join us here in the Freak Nation. Also, Tony Stewart, freaking flashback 13 years ago, 
just off the golf course, but on our TV show. We'll explain coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. You go to ContinentalTire.com to find the righteous rubber for your righteous ride. Do what all of us do. You go to ContinentalTire.com, Crash. No one really considered that there would be dog days of summer for motorsports, but that's kind of what we're in right now with some series on their summer break. Motocross, break. IndyCar, break. Formula One, break. But there was some good racing this weekend, actually very interesting racing this weekend. Let's start with NASCAR at Watkins Glen, where Joey Logano, who is struggling in the Monster Energy Cup, took another win in the Xfinity Series to kick things off in upstate New York. But that's where the fun ended for him. It was pretty much on Sunday, all up to the younger drivers on, well, at the Glen on Sunday, as they occupied three of the top five spots, five of the top ten. Chase Elliott himself almost didn't grab the checkered flag after he went very wide on the first turn of the last lap after he took the white flag, but he pulled himself together and mastered the Glen en route to his first ever trophy in the Cup Series. Yeah, and then he ran out of gas on his victory lap. We caught up with Chase Elliott last hour, and we will replay that again this hour. Speaking of running out of fuel on their victory lap, Colin Brown and John Bennett with Sports Cars, the IMSA series up at Road America, they took the overall win, also a fuel mileage gamble, and Colin ran out of fuel on his victory lap. Yep, that's just what this weekend has, well, basically what it's been. Catch Colin, actually, if you, we had him on first hour as well. Catch him on speedfreaks.tv starting tomorrow morning as well, in case you missed it. In the GTLM class, it was the Ganassi Ford of Ryan Briscoe and Richard Westbrook. And in GTD, it was Patrick Long and Christina Nielsen with the win. Also, news on the weekend, big name Christian Fittipaldi decided he is going to retire, but he's not going to do so until after January 2019. He's going to finish with the Daytona 24 hours. NHRA raced up in Seattle. You just heard from Pro Stock winner Tanner Gray. Also, Antron Brown breaks his winning drought, winless drought, and he becomes the fourth driver in top fuel history to hit 50 wins. Ron Caps, your winner in Funny Car. Freak Nation, Chase Elliott joins us here in the Freak Nation. Next. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. What's up? It's Kenny Sargent. For my motorsports fix, bam, I turn it on MAV-TV. MAV-TV, a network loaded with car and motorcycle shows, motorsports events, and exclusive automotive reality shows like Full Custom, Wrench Wars. What about drag boats? They got them. Off-road, sprint cars, pro pulling league, motocross, they're all on MAV-TV. It's the answer for those jonesing looking for some automotive action. Don't get MAV-TV? Call your local provider and get it. Check them out at MAVTV.com on Twitter and Facebook. MAV-TV is motorsports. Sir Jeremy, you are a true friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Madam Susan, you are an even truer friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. What is that? This is a spiced honeymead wine that I have really been into lately. Please follow Sir Brad. He's going to give you a private tour of the pit of misery. I'm sorry, what? Pit of misery. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Here's to the friends you can always count on. 
For over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, and your anywhere. From the aggressive all-terrain performance of the new Grabber ATX to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APT, General Tire's balance excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. General Tire, helping to keep speed freaks on the road since 2001. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative, funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com, and get... Awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. You're back with the Freaks, Lucas Oil Studios, Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent. The website, speedfreaks.tv. We're there for you on Twitter. Facebook and all over the freaking planet. You can't miss us. And I know we've only got a few minutes with your cup winner from the Glen, Chase Elliott. You're back in the Freak Nation, bud. Congrats. Right. How about that? How about right. that? Chase, damn it, you've been chasing this thing for so long, not only you, but uh, Hendrick Racing. Uh, man, you almost gave it away in that last that last lap. What the hell were you thinking, bud? <laughs> yeah, trust me, I know I thought I did. It, was, uh, it kept me on my toes for sure. Don't, don't do that. When that happened, what... You, you you acted like a veteran though. You put the car you took the car out of gear. Have you experienced something like that in the past that told you put the car in the gear because she's starting to skip? Uh yeah, that's a pretty common thing. Um I think a lot of guys do that, you know, when you get into trouble like that. So it's kinda of your first reaction to, to do it to keep from keep from spinning out. So I wish I could say it was something special, but it really it really wasn't. Oh, Chase, just lie and go with it. Yeah, I hear you. What specifically, Chase, do you feel this win helps your team, Hendrick Motorsports, to turn the corner on their luck this year as well? Yeah, I mean, I think the past couple of weeks have really helped more than anything. You know, we've been, been a lot lot stronger than what we showed in the beginning parts of the season. So that's encouraging, and, and uh, we've had pace, some decent pace um, over the past couple of weeks. So that's nice, and hopefully we can carry it forward. Nothing better than having your teammate Jimmy Johnson give you a little toe-in so you could actually experience your first full <laughs> victory lap, huh? Yeah, that's something I'll never forget. I was really hoping he was going to stop and push me. Um, I was trying to give him the memo that I was out of gas, and luckily he got it. But, uh, yeah, a hero of mine, and it's something I'll never forget. Okay, you say you're trying to give Jimmy Johnson the memo through your window. What is the memo? It's clearly not the middle finger, but what is, what is the hand signal for, I'm out of gas? It was. I was trying to hand signal and give me a push, but and he must have figured it out. So, take it. Chase Elliott, NASCAR winner at the Glen. Did you learn anything from this first win that might make the second win come a little quicker? I hope so. You know, I think, uh, you know, it's just been, been kind of a long road to get to this point. It's so nice to, 
you know, have, have finally won a race, and hopefully the rest of them will be uh, will be soon, or so we get some more soon. And and uh, if we can, hopefully they'll come a little easier than the one did today. Chase, your first win came on a road course. Does that make you a road course specialist now? No, I don't think so. You know, I I think that uh, honestly a lot of the oval guys have gotten really good at road racing in general. They've won you know the last bunch of road races, so hopefully it just means that you're getting better and, and can run with them. Well, to expand on that, NASCAR drivers back in the day would really not be able to have their first win on a road course in the Cup Series. In fact, they used to have, as you know, driver coaches specifically for the road courses. So to what do you attribute your talents at such a young age for be- being able to just crush it out there? Yeah, I don't know, um, to be completely honest with you. Uh, I did a lot of road racing, go-kart stuff when I was really little, and I don't know if that helped um, or not, but I've always enjoyed road racing maybe because of that, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. We just had a, had a good car today too, which helps. And even really good road racers have to have have to have good cars to um, you know to contend. Freak Nation, your Cup winner from the Glen, joining the Freaks, Chase Elliott and Chase. I see younger drivers like yourself, Kyle Larson, and others. You guys enjoy road racing. Do you think with the influx of younger drivers that enjoy road racing and succeed on it, uh, maybe down the line we'll see even more road races in the Cup Series? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I hope so. I enjoy it. You know, it's a fun uh, fun thing that we only do a couple times a year, you know, so um, I try to enjoy them when we have them and, and uh, had a great great one today, so we'll take it. Talk- Atlanta, let, let's think about this, though. Road Atlanta, Elkhart Lake, Road America, any specifically that you might want to see in the future? Yeah, I think those would be two really good options. You know, Road America or Road Atlanta would be, would be great, so wouldn't be mad about that at all. Share with us what what your dad said to you first time he saw you out of that race car after that win. I don't know. We were just so excited. I'm not real sure either one of us knew what we were saying, but just um, I don't know, just proud, you know. And he was spotting today too, so it was uh, cool to celebrate that with him. Now you know how to win, and, and I don't care if it's your dad or a younger guy like yourself. W- once you find out how to win, what that does for your confidence is crazy. I hope so. Time will tell. Uh, Chase Elliott, your cup winner, joining us here in the Freak Nation. Thank you, Chase. Yep, thanks. Y'all have a good one. Chase Elliott here with the Freaks, and you'd look at this win for for him. Of course, we talked about Jimmy Johnson last hour. Dude hasn't had a win, and I think since seven birthdays. (laughs) It's it's been that damn long. It's been a little over a year. It's been long for Jimmy Johnson, his teammate. Uh, But all that being said, a couple of things I want to touch on. One we'll touch on after the break. Um, NASCAR teams are getting creative. They should be getting creative when it comes to their sponsors as the dip in ratings and attendance continues to grow. And Statman said it succinctly, where in this article that we read from Bob Pockrass at ESPN.com, is NASCAR even says this. NASCAR and even the team owners say, we've got to listen to our fans. Well, if you're... If you say that, then why don't you listen to your fans? Why don't you listen to what we're saying? Fans of the sport, but we don't have four hours a weekend to give to your series. We don't, or anything of that of that nature. Well, and going a little deeper than Bob Pockras did, but in a completely different way, Jeff Gluck put a personal article out, I guess I should say. It's on Jeff Gluck's own website about how there are two sides in NASCAR's executive department and and throughout all of management of NASCAR. There are two sides, two ways of thinking on this. There's the old side of 
nope, nope, we're going to come right back around as soon as possible. It's, it's, we're just going to turn a corner. It just takes time. Just wait it out versus the group saying we've got to make drastic changes and I don't know why we, why, why we aren't doing it yet. And that's the, there's a big argument inside NASCAR's, allegedly, inside their executive and their management offices because of these two very different ways of thinking. So until that can be settled, nothing's going to change. And that stubborn side just can't see that, yes, the downward trend in ratings and ticket sales is not going to turn around. So it's just it's a very strange situation over there. They need to just wake up and look at reality, but half of them won't. Stage is yours, Statman. If they are interested in selling the business, even a piece of the business to somebody, if they're looking for investors, they're going to have to improve their uh, their presentation, their business model. Yeah. If they can't sell uh, falling ratings and falling attendance, and say, "Hey, we're worth investing in." That's that. That's not going to fly. And the people are are they're going to have to recognize this. If they don't, they're they're going to shrink. And the the business is strong enough to survive with some changes. And they're they've waited long enough now that the changes are going to have to be radical and they didn't have to be that way but now that's what they face i've talked to for to to two former owners of motorsports teams uh, one in supercross well no they're still a current owner and then the team has definitely improved uh, but one former owner in the nhra and i'm sure it's this way in nascar that was it nascar that had media training for drivers, they did for a while. I'm right. sure they still do through their, well, through their NASCAR Next program. Got it. There were owners that would cringe when their drivers would be presented to potential sponsors. Sell yourself, sell the team on why product A needs to go on this car because of the personalities of these drivers, like watching paint dry. Sell, sell it. And in this interview with Tony Stewart coming up, we talk about that, that we asked him about keeping sponsors with Tony Stewart, who, again, angered a lot of people, the old NASCAR. But what he will say in this interview, and I don't want to completely give it away, but basically his sponsors were cool with what he did, as long as he was honest about it and it wasn't spiteful or hurtful going after somebody personally. He'll, he'll say something like that in the interview. but Oh, like he did with the tires with NASCAR yeah. on many occasions? Yeah, <laughs> okay, got it. But again, think about this. Say say what you will about Chase Elliott. Statman said it. Nice guy, I guess. But is, is that going to sell you? Is that going to sell you tires? Is that going to sell you whatever the hell Sun Energy 1 was? No idea. What the, is that going to sell you Mountain Dew? Is that going to sell you Kelly Blue Book? That personality. I I don't know. I just and know. They all, go ahead. They all, they all say that what the sponsors want is digital product, digital presence. And that's social media. They don't want to necessarily have a podcast that's streamed at, you know, whatever. 
they want social media presence. And certainly they get some just because they're stock car drivers. But if all they put on their social media presence is, hey, I won today, isn't that great? Then that's not going to, people aren't going to tune in to hear what he has to say. You got to have a take. Got you know it doesn't have to be crazy, you don't have to be outlandish like uh, some of the other drivers are, but you have to have a take. You have to have a reason to stand out, and if you don't, then nobody's going to sign up for your Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, uh, Snapchat, and whatever else uh, people listen to nowadays. Uh, look at what the um, Jordan Taylor, the Taylor brothers are doing in uh, sports car racing and some of the other Ryan. Um, oh, who's the guy that does the dinner with drivers? Oh, Ryan Eversley. Yeah. Yeah. The, dinner those, with racers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dinner. Those, those are great podcasts to listen to. Uh, but if, if you think you're just going to roll the name Chase Elliott out there and your only claim to fame is that your dad was once great, then that, that ain't going to work. And uh, the people that spend money that want to that want to give you millions are sophisticated enough to understand how social media works. And if you don't, then they're not going to give you any money. Clancy, you want to chime in on something? Yeah, I mean, I'm not the biggest uh, auto racing fan. We've talked about this motorsports. I've, I'm becoming more and more intrigued, but I equate it to issues that golf had after Tiger left. It's like, how do you take these people that nobody really knows and put them in front of a camera, commercials, sponsors, what have you? I think golf is still struggling with this, even though it's they're getting better with commercials. You see these guys in commercials. They're awful. They just they have no no ties to the to the camera, whatever. They're very introverted <laughs> in their game. Yeah. So what can really be done with just the human aspect of it? Like people can't just be magnetic after not being magnetic their whole life so what's the what's the opposite side of the coin just fighting through it accepting it for what it is statman as a producer coming from a producer standpoint you you do your best to play off the positives of that person or their presentation driver's strength and if chase elliott is going to be that mundane then make that part of his character You 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 devise 60-second snippets with him talking about, really, I'm not this boring. I do put <laughs> 2% milk on my Cheerios. You, know, you try and play to their strengths to where people go, oh, okay, I, I understand that. And I don't – Well, the, they've, I got don't, to, they've got to uh, – I go back to this because it was really telling. And he is young, but if you're going to put a um, – uh, a media person between you and a microphone and the media person says you needed to ask me two weeks ago, uh, then there's something wrong with that. And, uh, you know, whatever the reason was for them not allowing him to talk, maybe he doesn't have a personality and maybe it's going to take some work to stir up that personality in him. Maybe that'll come now that he's winning. The drivers seem to respond to him. They all came and shook his hand and congratulated him. So maybe there's something that he's displaying in the garage that's not getting to the public. And maybe that will be the task of whoever his handler is to get that out of him so that they have confidence 
uh, to show that to sponsors or to show his reaction with the public and the media to sponsors to say, sponsor this guy because he'll give you your digital presence. Well, it this reminds me, and I know we got to go to break. This reminds me a lot of the young Sam Hornish Jr. in IndyCar. And the drivers loved him in the garage, but he was not a great interview in his 20s. He just wasn't. That's just the reality. But he was winning races. He was winning championships. And the drivers loved him. It took a while for him to grow into kind of having a personality. And was that him getting married and starting to have kids that kind of forced it out of him? I don't know. Was it just finally people accepting him for who he was and then letting his dry humor just kind of flow out every once in a while? I don't know that either, but it's true. Not every driver is going to give the greatest interviews. Sam Hornish came around and huge friend of the Freak Nation. We've loved some of his, especially some of his latter interviews, because he is very funny, especially when he talks about building freaking two-story dollhouses for his daughters. (laughs) (laughs) But... Maybe Chase Elliott isn't the guy to advertise the series. Get the Ryan Blaney's of the world up doing that, like IndyCar is doing with James Hinchcliffe. They're not using Alexander Rossi. They're using James Hinchcliffe. Use who will sell. NASCAR Cup teams continue to try to manipulate NASCAR's camera and projector body scanning system with strategically placed black trim. What? Exactly. I'll explain next. Good evening, my fellow citizens. I had questions this week when I saw a top 10 survey that put Watkins Glen on top for NASCAR racing. Watkins Glen is a road course, and NASCAR makes its bones on oval racing tracks. I thought it was curious that NASCAR's race this weekend was at the Glen. Funny how that works, but I digress. The real best track in NASCAR racing is at Bristol Motor Speedway, especially the night race at Bristol, coming up August 18th. Bristol was fourth in this top 10 list, but what do they know? Still, there's absolutely no comparison. Harrison, and I'm a road racing fan over oval racing. There's so much happening at the Bristol Night Race. The 36-degree banking allows for some great speeds on a half-mile track. There used to be more than 150,000 fans in the stands, so many you could feel the breeze when they cheered. And putting all that under the lights just added something special to the entire proceedings. The Glen is just another race unless you get off on watching the drivers do something they don't really like, like turning right instead of left all afternoon. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 Eight hundred four eight five six zero zero three. Eight hundred four eight five six zero zero three. Call right now. That number is eight hundred four eight five six thousand three. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. 
But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. Thank you, Lucas Oil, for making this thing possible. You go to lucasoil.com to find the righteous lube for your righteous ride. You got a two-wheeler? It's called a motorcycle in my garage. What about a sports car, a bass boat? They got the right lube for what you got. You go to lucasoil.com or your favorite auto parts dealer today. All right, so NASCAR sent a memo to NASCAR teams stating this. You might need a few minutes to decipher what I'm about to say, but we'll clear it up for you. Uh, Stating to teams that any submitted paint scheme it views as created with the intention of reducing the scan density in critical areas like tail corners, wheel openings, A posts, etc. will be denied. Any previously approved paint scheme is subject to having developer spray, a spray that often enhances the definition of the surface, applied during the inspection process. Any modifications made to a previously approved paint scheme will be removed at the track. Okay, now we're getting super technical. Evidently, there is little colored pieces of tape trim that can under-accentuate <laughs> or accentuate certain areas of the car. All right, these dudes are trying to cheat. These men and women are trying to cheat in NASCAR. We know that. And with these, it's been happening for decades. With these you certain bits of the rule book, you you use they use a camera and projector body scanning system. When it comes to part of their tech, and you can put tape in certain areas on the car that can either accentuate or what's the 
opposite of accentuate. Lesson? Yes. <laughs> so I don't know how adding tape can lessen an angle, but okay. A, uh, you kidding me? When, what? Do we need to bring up the famous, I almost said Hoot Gibson, the famous dude back in the day who stored gasoline in the frame of his of a stock car? Yeah, a smoky eunuch. Yeah. We, <laughs> that was created back then, Crash. Smoky well, first of all, we got to understand that these aren't paint schemes. <laughs> uh, this is uh, uh, stickers, giant stickers. This is yeah. they put on the car. Uh, so they use lasers <clears throat> in tech to quickly find out if they if the fender might be a little bit out of the ordinary, so that it might pass the the template, but the fender might be just enough to give them a little downforce where the other cars don't. And if they put, if the fender's out too far and they put black over it, then that might affect the laser when they shoot the laser beam across the car. So they want to make sure that the, nobody's getting an advantage. Nobody can cheat and have the fender out too far get a little more downforce and the car work a little better. I think that's what it took me a while to get this, but I think that's what they're trying to do. Uh, and they don't want black on the fenders or any place else where the laser wants to look and make sure that it's got the proper angle to uh, make sure that everybody has the same, uh, is it within the same tolerance for their um, aerodynamics. Can that I just say sense. that I want to be two years old again and go, <laughs> I want to bring up Austin Powers' lasers. <laughs> They're shooting lasers <laughs> across lasers. their heads. <laughs> oh, stat man. Uh, coming up next. Mention got... lasers to your four-year-old and see what she says. <laughs> Mommy. Can, can I have another PJ mask sucker? That's what you'll yeah, ask. Yeah. Tony Stewart, 13 years ago in the Freak Nation. Uh, hungover? Yes, we all were. We explain next. Oof. Speed Freaks Piss, Lucas Hall Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. This is going really well. Yeah, so I guess you've heard then. What? You mean that whole saving money with Geico thing? No, that I'm actually a chess painter. Pirate fans unite! That was not on the profile. So now you've heard. Geico, saving people money on car insurance and now an official partner of Major League Baseball. 
Hey, Freak Nation, it's time you clean up your tires and rims, so do it with Lucas Slickmist Tire and Trim Shine. It's an environmentally friendly treatment spray designed to give tires and trim a long-lasting, like-new shine. Use Slickmist Tire Shine to remove dull, gray oxidation from bumpers, tires, plastic, rubber, and vinyl trim. It's long-lasting, UV-resistant, and helps prevent sidewall blowout. Log on to lucasoil.com for more info and pick up Lucas Slickmist Tire and Trim Shine at major auto parts stores today. Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire, they got you covered. From the all-new G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire, they're going to get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, cruising with speed freaks since 2001. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. The Boca Raton Cougars, the Las Vegas Hookers, and the Arizona Pricks got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the Lexington Studs or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, made with the highest quality 100% cotton available and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. You mean I actually have freaking sharks with freaking laser beams attached to their freaking heads? You're the best evil son an evil dad could ever ask for. Lasers. Well done, Alex. <laughs> Speed Freaks, Lucas Oil Studios. <sighs> Referring, of course, to NASCAR's lasers. Lasers. <laughs> first things first. Where's your s***? I've got a turtle head poking out. <laughs> That's a whole nother kind of laser. When I go back and listen to these old interviews, the things that we got away with on air... I know. As recently as, okay, 10 years ago. <laughs> How about 13 years ago with Tony Stewart? I had to cut out some things from this interview. Did you really? Yeah. And this was an interview that was on TV. Oh, yeah. And you cut some things out that actually aired on TV. On but Speed Channel. now can't air on radio? I, they can, but I just, I just, it's not easy to make me blush. Oh, wow. <laughs> Okay. It's a, we said earlier, it's a different world now. It's not (laughs) after November 8th, 2016, (laughs) nothing else matters. Which frankly, I should bring back the show from 2003 and just play it. Nobody will be offended. (laughs) (laughs) So we were on air for probably four years and in that fourth year, we did our show, I think there's maybe eight shows that we did where we're on Speed Channel, where it was basically following a 30-minute version of our two-hour show. 
And then we said, you know what, that's too, too damn difficult. So we took the show on the road where we would shoot four or five Speed Freaks shows for Speed Channel, then ESPN, 30-minute shows. And, of course, they would air on those two networks. But this one was with Tony Stewart, Danny the Dude, Lazowski. They had this huge golf tournament in Sedalia, Missouri. Then that night they would have a World of Outlaws race. They would also have some other personalities in these dirt late model slide whatever that what were those ca- cars called statman remember what they were they were i don't know exactly <laughs> i just thought they were late models were they late they models were super modified? no they were late models okay. yeah yeah regardless it was a huge event where we would have a golf tournament one day and then of course the next day night would we'd be at this track for world of outlaws and it, we'd raise all kinds of crazy money for these uh these sick children. This interview is from 2005, July, the day of the race. Tony Stewart was late getting to the set for our interview. I mean, late, really late. <laughs> but we knew that again. Oh, wait. This is over an hour late. Yeah, I mean, oh, Mo- right. Mopar Mopar was fit was footing the bill on this, and we're in the Mopar trailer shooting this thing, so we we had to wait for for smoke. So, again, it's it's 2005. You'll hear some things that come out of Tony Stewart's mouth going, hold on a second. It's, um, yeah, he's already – no, wait, has he, has he done that already? Well, enjoy it. It's uh, 13 years ago with Smoke and the Freaks. Would you please welcome here in the Speed Freaks pits, Tony Stewart. Welcome, T.S. Thanks, guys. We had to get you out of bed a little early, and it's about what, about – we had to get you out of bed a little early to come in here today, didn't we? Yeah, get me up on my day off here. I mean, come on. I'm out here in sweltering heat. It's about 140 degrees out here already. You'd think I'd be used to this. Look, Freak Nation can change a lot of things, but we're dealing with the cat upstairs. We can't do that. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. So we'll just you know, deal NASCAR with it. can deal with the guy upstairs better than we can. Yeah, they got him paid off, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the only ones that can afford to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what NASCAR driver's jacket is God wearing? I think he's okay. wearing a Mike Hilton jacket right now. Uh, on your website, what, smoke20.com? Yeah. Where you sell out of your smokeware. You got thongs. It rivals the Speed Freaks thong right here. It rivals it's a little this. smaller than that. It's 20% it's smaller than that? 20% less, smaller. less material. You got the Tony Stewart thong. Yeah. And you're selling barbecue on there. What? And, of course, all your shirts. What sells more on your smokeware website the top two sellers we have right now are the uh the smoke barbecue sauce and the thongs right now they're the top two sellers that we have wait a minute your aunt won't buy those for the trailers well that's my aunt though so uh <laughs> the rest of them, them everybody's buying them on smoke20.com that's where wow. they're getting them do girls anybody ever send you photos and say i bought your thong there smoke here's what it looks like installed they haven't done that yet i'm <laughs> sure now that you've mentioned that that they'll start pouring in but that's why we we limited it to uh, smaller sizes. Statman, hold up that bottle, will you? Smoke sauce, number right. one. Are you want to give it? Are you you brave enough to let the Statman test it? I'm not. I'm not color? scared of it. I'm all not right. scared of it all. I mean, that, that is. Hold the mic. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, I picked that recipe personally, so uh, I, I've got the utmost confidence in my. What kind, what kind of sauces are in the smoke sauce? That's a really good question. I didn't put the ingredients in. I just picked the flavor I like. Stat, what is it? That's pretty serious. That's good know. stuff. Yeah. Uh, now I got to get a. Got to put a slab of ribs under it first to make give it the good I'm test. I'm confident you will have no problems with ribs, chicken. We can put on steak. Tony Stewart continues with us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. You guys heard our debate tonight: NBC versus Fox when it comes to NASCAR coverage. Tony Stewart, do you want to get involved in this at all? 
no, I'm not a politician, and I don't want to get in the middle of it. I, I think both of them do a good job with our sport. Um, sometimes I think the commentators kind of lose track of reality a little bit. you got to have the shortest memory because some guys do talk too much. Yeah, they uh, they crush you one week, and then they want to be your best friend the next week. So uh, it's amazing how uh, sometimes their memory is uh, so normally shorter than their little finger. What's going <laughs> to What's going to happen when you retire and you want to go in the broadcast booth? Are you going to remember some of these things you're saying about some of them? No, because by then, they'll, if if I've already got up in the booth, that means they got kicked out of the booth. So by then, I think the story will have already been told. But um, now, I, don't, I got a long way to go before I got to worry about getting uh, right. out from behind the steering wheel right now. Let's talk about World of Outlaws, Sprint Cars, of course, Nextel Cup, and you're running some bush this year. These World of Outlaw guys, every one of these cats that have rolled up on our show, whether it's radio or TV, the first thing I always notice are these big-ass forearms. That's insane. Yeah, kind of like these, right? No. Yeah, I know. No, no nothing it's like that. because I'm driving a stock car with power steering and a big <laughs> steering wheel, so. <laughs> is is that something that, that just comes with the territory? I mean, granted, Lazowski's about four foot two, but his freaking... Standing on high heels, yeah. Yeah, but it's just insane how these guys' forearms are. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, these races, uh, World Outlaw race that'll be happening here tonight will be 30 laps. But I guarantee it's tougher running 30 laps here physically than it is to run 500 laps at Bristol no. in a stock car because of the power steering. And they still have power steering in these cars, but you're just so busy and it's so physical and so fast Tony, that, you're, that you're busy. Tony, you're not saying 500 laps at Daytona. You're saying 500 laps at Bristol because that's not an easy track for you guys. Crash, you could drive 500 laps at Daytona. Daytona's not hard at all, but oh. 500 laps at Bristol is probably one of the tougher ones that we have. 400 laps at Dover, it's pretty physically tough. But, but you weren't saying that three years ago when your motor went out right at the first lap or whatever oh. it was, the third lap. Yeah. It I didn't even have time to break a sweat. <laughs> that's how easy that was. It didn't last but about 50 seconds, I think, was my Daytona 500. But, you know, it's a lot tougher just to run 30 laps here. And a 30-lap race may, if it goes green you know, green to checkered, it will be uh, probably eight, nine-minute race if it went straight through. But that eight or nine minutes is, is a very intense physical workout for that eight or nine-minute period. You weren't a driver. What the hell else would Tony Stewart do for a gig? I don't know, to be honest. I mean, you got to remember, I started racing go-karts when I, when I was eight years old. I've been racing 26 years, so my whole life's been consumed around racing. But... I guess if I had to say, okay, today I'm going to stop racing, what am I going to do? I'd have to be involved somehow in the racing industry, whether it's being be an owner uh, of, of, of a race team like Daniel Soski's World Outlaw team and uh, or be a track owner like I am with Eldora Speedway. So I got a couple things I could do if I wasn't a race car driver, but, um, you know, I guess it's kind of my way of giving back with Danny uh, being an owner in the Outlaw Series and the, the track ownership side of it. That's just something for me down the road that if, if I can't drive a race car anymore or I decide I don't want to be a race car uh, driver anymore, I've got something to do when I retire from racing that way. Cool. Tony, we talked about your barbecue. We talked about thongs. We talked about what you did as a kid and what you don't want to do or what you want to do. Look around. There's a lot of orange in front of us right now. Your sponsors have to believe in what you're doing. Regardless of what you say or what you may do negative on the track to some people, Someone's believing in Tony Stewart in order to fork up these scoots to be doing, yeah. to be on the side of your cars. Absolutely, and trust me, they don't always like what I say, right. but but it's not so much what I say; it's the message behind it. I mean, they know that I stand behind what I, you know, what I say 100%. Uh, I don't say it unless I believe it, and and you know, sometimes I say the wrong things, and sometimes I do the wrong things. But they know that that the passion behind it, or whatever 
the method or madness was behind it that it was an honest an honest reaction it wasn't something that was fabricated and they've always been uh, very proud of me for speaking my mind even though sometimes it does get me in trouble see, the fans know that stuff too they know they can see right through it when drivers are just doing the corporate line and it's 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 not fun to watch yeah. but there's one thing that i read in a paper that your merchandise sales yours are the most successful right now in nascar if i read that correctly so that's something I'm you really sure got to be proud of i'm not the top one in nascar but i know that the overall sales of nascar sales have gone down a little bit but we were the only driver uh, of the major drivers that sales haven't gone down so it's uh, it's like ours is pretty much going up in all reality you've actually exceeded Derek Cope's sales just barely just barely got over top of him this year so I was pretty stoked about (laughs) that what you were saying the other day was that you don't even let people put insignias on your uniform unless you like the product so you're not just taking the money from anybody you've got to believe in it and the fans appreciate that from you yeah there's uh, of all the sponsors we've ever had I mean it's that's one thing that I've told everybody at joe gibbs racing is that you know whatever's going to be on our uniforms i want to i want to know what it is i want to be a part of it and i want to believe in it before i have to talk about it and say that i like it so have you ever uh, turned anybody down we haven't had two yet we've had some that were marginal but uh we've never had to turn a turn anybody away as of yet plus tony you never have a press conference to say see what a nice guy i am see what charities i'm involved with and the people that don't know you and don't and don't understand that can pretty much just kiss my Right, and that's that's kind of the way we look at it too. In all reality, I guess uh, without us saying it, I mean you can say it for me. But you know, the, the thing is, you could do a thousand great things, but if somebody doesn't like you, you can do a thousand and fifty great things, and they're still right. not going to like yep. you. So, uh, you know, it, we do what we do. I do, you know, the charity stuff we do. I do it because I want to do it, not because somebody else wants me to do it. Uh, I do it because I believe in it, and because it feels like the right thing to do. Um, the rest of it, I mean, you know, talks cheap. I mean, I have people. I've seen people stand five feet away through from me through a fence and will talk trash to me but then as soon as i'm on the other side of the fence with them they get real nice all of a sudden it's like you don't even have the guts to to stand up behind what you're saying so uh i've kind of come to the conclusion when i go home at night as long as the people that i'm around my family and my friends and the the people that i'm around every day uh you know as as long as they believe in me i really don't care what everybody else says i'm going to do it my way not the way everybody wants me to do it i did it my Boy, Tony Stewart. Statman? <laughs> that was some good barbecue sauce. <laughs> do you remember how hot it was on that set oh. that day? Yes. Oh, I do. do. <laughs> that was that was stupid. That it was so hot. It was so hot. <laughs> that whole that whole and we were in the shade. We were in yeah. the shade under some I don't know, some lean to or whatever it was we were in the shade i just remember peter our producer giving us paper towels to put underneath our armpits so that we wouldn't pit out as we were waiting on the next segment to tape and i had a skirt on on one of one of these tapes and he even gave me some to put under my legs so i wouldn't when i got up from sitting in the chair that i wouldn't have wetted out the entire back of my skirt because i was sweating so not, not much, much motorsport. Not much motorsport. Helio oh, or Helio. Not, 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 not. Well, not only much, that. Much, much, much. you, I love you. And headlining the party. The douchebags. Moose. Not much motorsport. <laughs> the freaks. Not much motorsports. And if I, my memory serves me correctly, I think Tony was wearing a, a white Tony, a white sponsor's T-shirt, and 
like oh, yeah. jorts. Or either jorts or cargo shorts, and then his tennis shoes. Yeah, yeah. black tennis shoes with <laughs> black socks up to his knees. It's hard to remember the Home Depot orange. We talked about that, but that used to be the Tony Stewart orange. He painted the world orange for a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, ladies, what are you doing with your toothpaste for not much motorsports? Uh, some women are using toothpaste to do something a little bit different. Uh, they're rubbing toothpaste onto their boobs. Speaking of going back to 2005, some things you want to talk about. <laughs> uh, on their breasts to make them look bigger and help reduce sagging. Yep. YouTuber Natural Beauty 556 shared a video that tightened sagging breasts in six days using Colgate. No jokes. 100% working result in a live demo. The video shows viewers how to make a paste-containing toothpaste, cucumber, yogurt, flour, and egg whites, that is, which the blogger spreads on her chest. She claims the ingredients will tighten the skin on her breast. Yeah. There are tons of tricks that girls use backstage for beauty contests. I don't think I've ever heard this toothpaste trick. No, no. Well, if it's backstage at a beauty contest, you know who will know what what they use and is probably uh, walked in on them applying it. Hey, come on, Stabman. Don't don't talk about our comedian that way. Speaking of painting the world orange. Oh. Wow, Statman performing every Sunday night. Yeah, there it is. Tip your bartenders and waitresses. You got one, Crasher? I got one. Well, I I haven't fully read this story yet, but I'm intrigued by it. Obviously, because it has to do with wine. Of course, we have our red wines, our white wines. Billy Joel sings about bottle of red, bottle of white. But apparently, there's now something called Vendigo, it's a Chardonnay white wine, which is put through a pulp of red grape skin, and there's a pigment in that skin that turns the wine a vibrant blue. So we now have blue wine. Red, white, and blue flag wavers from the U.S. as well as the U.K., France, and Russia can <clears throat> get patriotically loopy. Bam! Yeah. Entrepreneur wow. Rene LaBelle has created the completely natural blue turquoise-colored wine, which has even garnered attention from France's winemaking capital, Bordeaux. Okay, I'm going to have to check this out. All right. What, the toothpaste? No, no. Blue wine. Okay. Blue vino. Freak Nation, we'll do it again next week, man. (laughs) Nothing can For everybody here in the Freak Nation, you miss any of it, go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. We'll have it there for you tomorrow morning. Chase Elliott, Tony Stewart, 13 years ago. Damn. Shoot the juice to the moose to Statman. Cut it loose. Motorsports Radio, redefined.